All right, let's try that again, everybody. Welcome back to the Buckeye Remix, powered by the Jeff Deed Sports Podcast, brought to you by the Off the Ball Network. Go check out theofftheballnetwork.com for all your sports needs. Uh, we're keeping it real for the real fans out there. This is the Week 3 Remix, uh, Tulsa. Uh, sh- sh- hey, shout out to my listeners and viewers right there for bailing me out on this one. Uh, I have my mic muted, uh, full disclosure. So, hey, that's it. That's what it's all about, helping each other out. So uh, once again, this is about the 41-20 victory of Buckeyes over Tulsa. Uh, this is a unique one. This is one of the games that I decided to to go to this to uh, this season. I was in the shoe for the game um, just to get the negative out of the way. Um, it was it was one of the more excruciating experiences I've ever been to at the Horseshoe. Leading up to it was great. Crowd was great. It was so much fun to be back. Be tail. We you know we did some tailgating. You know we we took the trip trip down. You know it's about a mile walk. You know talk to people along the way. You know I BS get the thoughts on the game. You know trying to just get the overall pulse of the situation. Really really did have a lot of fun. And once again it was super cool to be back in there. Um, You know the restrictions were were mild compared to. Um, the overall experience, the game itself, different story, but I'm not going to be super negative tonight. You, I know you guys as Buckeye fans, we've been, you know, beating each other up about it all week. We've been hitting each other ahead, you know, with it all week. We know what we saw. We know what we have right now, but we also know that it's not the end of the world. So that's where we're going to start. Essentially, it's not the end of the world. It's, it's only a football game. It was a victory as a 21 point victory. And um, we're going to start from there. So the overview, <laughs> you know, that's it. It's uh, <laughs> Tulsa had 501 yards, 501 yards, uh, 428 passing yards. Yep, Tulsa had 428 passing yards against the Buckeyes. Uh, Buckeyes had 508 total yards. Hey, they won the total of yards. See, they were keeping it optimistic. Uh, 323 on the ground. You know, Travion Henderson had the uh, you know basically the best day uh, freshman running backs ever had at Ohio State, which was cool. It was cool to see. He is. You know, he's we'll talk about running backs later, but he is clearly the real deal. He jumped he jumps off the field out there as and to be fair, like it's just to see these two teams. We had I won't lie, we had pretty good seats, just kind of lucked out. Uh to see these two teams match up physically, they there's some they're good looking teams. I mean, you know, when you're there, you're like, oh, okay. I I was never in any way, shape, or form cut out to be on this field with these guys. So uh both teams were you know, had impressive players. Obviously, Buckeyes were a heavy favorite, and it didn't really work out that way. Tulsa honestly looked like the the better team for, what, three quarters? Um, that was weird, but uh, it happened. So, but they didn't win. Uh, I don't know what to say about that. Don't move on. Um, so that's the overview. Uh, Buckeyes won the game and gave up 501 yards in the process. And we'll move on to knee jerks. Uh, my knee jerks. Uh, Stroud just needs a break. I'm not, I'm not here to kill the kid. Every, everybody has their opinions about it. This is what happens when you have a, your starting quarterback is always going to be under the most scrutiny. And he's he's regressed in the last couple of weeks. We talked about it last week. We saw some flaws. We talked about it first week. We saw some flaws, but we thought he worked out of them. This week was by far his worst. <clears throat> not prepared for the game. Um, my biggest gripe is that <clears> – <throat> sorry about it. 
That's one of the rudest things you can do on the uh, podcast. I apologize for clearing my throat. So it's, uh, you know, Stroud was set up for failure. It just, let me get some of this delicious water right here. <laughs> oh no, we'll, we'll get, we'll get there. We'll get there, man. So and the point being Stroud really had a bad game. But what I, what I don't like is if everybody says last week, hey, Tulsa's coming up, maybe it's time to rotate some quarterbacks in. You got the five stars on the bench. It You know, the, the, there's rumors about Stroud's shoulder hurting and all these things. It was the perfect time to give him a, you know, to give him a rest and get him out. So, But now what we have is a situation to where – and I was in the stadium, and I I understand that this doesn't – dramatically affect the on the field product but the fans turned on him so now we have a situation where the fans were basically calling for his head um we're talking about a 19 year old kid here so that that's a situation that that they've put him in and i I totally blame coaching staff for this if he if they say go out and play he's going to go out and play uh if he fails he fails i don't i don't think he's not trying or anything like that my knee jerk is he just needs a break if he's shoulder sore then use that as like okay you know, take take a seat, man. Get healthy. We'll figure this out. This is what coaches are supposed to do. You got to take the ball out of their hand. You know, get his mind right. Just slow the game down, and you know, and things like that. So, hopefully, they. I'm sure they will this week. Who knows what'll happen in a um, uh, under the lights against Akron? That's a whole different conversation. Um, so that's it. So other next knee jerk. The young guys are the young guys are starting to to push, push their weight around. Uh, I really liked what I, I, it's, it's hard to say what you liked, what I saw about the game, but when you really looked like, um, you know, obviously Henderson, you know, amazing game. He's the real deal. He's always, he's the best quarterback. Here's a, sorry, best running back on the team. Uh, Smith and Jacoby gets better. The, the guy, this guy's a, a true player as a sophomore. He's going to have huge games in the future. No doubt. Uh, great route runner, tough, tough kid. Uh, really like watching him play. Um, you know, Brown made some big plays. Burke, I, I this kid, I'm, I, I grow more fond of him every week. I know he makes mistakes. I know our coverage setup with the way we're always turning and running everything doesn't put these guys in the these defensive backs in the best position. But um, I really like the way Burke fights and he's feisty. You know, he talks a little bit after the plays, all these things. So, oh no, they get booed in the shoe all the time, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, if they, if they if they could be up by forty and high state gets booed in the shoe, like we're a, we're a fickle fan base. We we are we have lofty goals. Uh, it, it happens. It happens more than you would think. But um, but you know what? We we turn around. It takes us twenty four hours. Twenty four hours we turn around. So JTT, you know, is starting to play a little bit more. He's not perfect yet, but he, you know, the rotating in there. Martinez made a huge play. Had a lot of fun physically. They started getting a little more aggressive. So it's uh. The recruiting classes are starting to show up, which is a good sign. Um, if they can't play, that's the problem. So I like that. Uh, the another one, Day, Ryan Day, it just does not seem like he has a feel for what this team is yet. I he really, I don't know. I don't know what the issue is. I don't know if there's a guy that he needs to take take some of the overall team management. Like he needs an assistant head coach. I, I can't quite figure it out. Day's a good coach. But I, it just, I did. There's no identity to this team yet in three games, and it seems like he's searching for one. I and then maybe it's trying to figure out the quarterback thing, or maybe it's you know he's tr- tr- trying so hard to coach the offense and and do this and do that that he doesn't have time. It's 
it feels like a lot of uh, a lot of moving parts, but in different directions. You know, there's not one solid goal yet. Um, that 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 was my takeaway. The just just no identity yet. I don't know what this team's overall plan is. It doesn't. The defense and offense don't look like they're on the on playing on the same team, uh, and that, and that's not that's not great. Uh, but that could, these things can be fixed. Uh, the players can fix it. Maybe it's a veteran player. Maybe it's a. It could be a young leader. I don't know. But that's just one of those things. They're just a lot of. They're not. I'm not saying they're arguing or fighting. Any. You know. Th- this will happen if the offense keeps not producing and the defense gets a little better. You're always going to have these things. So, regardless, uh, they need to get. They need to get together. And and have a talk and, and figure out what their what their goal is for the season be, before they move forward. So that that's my knee jerks. Um, let's go to offense. We're just 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 really stalled. Uh, there really was no offense. I know it looks. I know it's hard to say with 500 yards, but essentially they said, okay, um, we can't throw the ball great. Uh, Stroud's not seeing open guys great. He scrambled around a little bit much, but he's he's not taking the open yards, which is a huge problem with our quarterback because there's always those gimme yards, those those 15 to 20 yard runs that just break the back of a opposing defense that Stroud's not doing. That, that may not be his game, but that's our offense, you know. So that's a problem there. Uh they just really stalled and then finally they're just okay, we'll hand it off to really good athletes and then they'll break some huge runs and the stats will look better than we think. And that's kind of what it was. The just the the big runs just saved the day. You know, a couple of broken tackles here and there really made the offense look a lot better than it was. Yeah, the passing game was just really just wasn't existent. I mean, hundred. Let me tell you, one hundred eighty-five total passing yards in a college football game in any circumstance is is extremely low unless you're putting you know unless you're in a Georgia Tech from ten years ago. And you don't throw the ball, and I'm being serious. Like it's it's really just null and void. 185 passing yards, unless you're, a, you know, a power eye team or something. But Ohio State's not. So just uh, no new wrinkle. I don't know what they learn, you know, by that game. That that's that. I guess that's what I'm getting at. I don't know what the offense really learned by this game, except for. Thanks, Travion, for uh, bailing us out. Defense, uh, just not enough pressure. That's the the most overwhelming thing. I know we want to talk about the the linebackers, the replacement linebacker play, the lack of linebacker play. Who's going to do this? The defensive backs giving up big yards. The defensive line, the defensive front. You know, because it's not always just the you know the three or four defensive linemen. Uh, just not getting enough pressure. The guy from Tulsa, he played a great game, but he never he was never concerned in that game. You know, as a as as someone sitting there watching, that guy had z- zero zero worries in the pocket, and that's that's not right. You know, he sh- he should have been sacked honestly in a typical year, you know, five six times. I think he took a couple, but there's just no pressure there. They're not they're not really blowing up the the run. I don't know what's wrong with the defensive line. It's it's crazy to think that Ohio State like a weak point might be defensive line. We know the players are there. So once again, it's what page are you on? Like what what's what what are we going for here? Maybe it shows up later in the year. I don't I don't doubt that these guys are good. I do do not doubt that these guys are good, but I'm just telling you what I see on the field. The lack of pressure and it allows a team more time. <laughs> yeah, it allows a team more time. It allows a team you know, more options. You give a team another second, a receiver, you know, breaks off a route, then he's open. And that's when you get gouged over the middle. Then we're blaming the defensive backs. We're yelling at the linebacker. The linebackers are hesitant in the run game. 
so on and so forth. So just lack of pressure was really, really there. Um, no. Okay. So here's a plus about the defense from watching them. I really thought towards the, the we'll say the second half of the game, I thought, you know, when I talked about the young players, Burke and some of these guys, um, so I, I thought they'd be started to become a little more aggressive, a little feistier. And I think that's what we need to see out of them. We need less thinking, more reacting, more attacking, like they've done their whole lives. Most of these guys in our defensive backfield have been the best player on the field every year they've ever played. So it, I just want to see them go. They had a little fun. You know, the the interception that was overturned was ridiculous that they gave it to Tulsa as a reception. That that was crazy. So that was a really good play. Um, obviously Martinez scores a touchdown, which a much needed touchdown, but a big touchdown. Once he got the ball, he was clearly the, you know, a better athlete than anybody Tulsa had on offense. I mean, that's when the, that's when it really showed in plays like that. So I thought the, I was impressed with like, they started getting aggressive. They start getting feisty. They're starting to, they're, they're starting to kind of, you know, develop a, a a bit of nastiness and i hope that they let that carry i hope they encourage that and let it carry on i know it's going to result in some big plays throughout the year but we can't just keep playing it safe and hoping that a quarterback you know makes a mistake or hope that we get sacks these guys are playing good enough that if chase young's on the field they're going to look great but he's not so that it's just a different ball game um when they've got it when they've got to cover for another second to two seconds that's that's a completely different ball game than a high, any high state defensive backs dealt with and about seven years. So I, I I liked what I saw out of the aggressiveness of the defense and the feistiness, and they start having a little fun. And that's, you know, I'm going to do a show later in this week with Jay Stevens, but, uh, you know, I'm good. We're going to talk about, I think it's time to just let them have a little more fun, so to speak. So, you know, that's basically, it's basically all I need to say. Defense needs to play better. Everybody just needs to have more fun, play more aggressive, attack more, react, you know, less stand still, way less things like that so there you go so uh now it's time my favorite part this is tough this has been this has been a tough uh tough remix this year the report cards uh last year was great a lot a lot of a's and a pluses went out last year this year's been tough now my report cards always you know I, i give you an honest report card but then i you know it's it's not a negativity it's just i grade them you know based on how they did which is which is a tough one. Um, so here we go. We'll start with quarterback. A D. I just gave him a D. Um, Stroud just he was he was missing routes. He was he wasn't really looking at routes. Olave doesn't have a catch. I don't know how you can be a quarterback on this. I think I, I guarantee you that like me and you know uh, a painter I worked with could get could get a completion to Olave. I don't know what's going on there. Stroud seemed a little overwhelmed in this game. Yeah, maybe he's just got too much in his head. I mean, that's a lot. That's a big position for a kid. Um, so I just gave him a D because really, he, he you know, a negative negative rush yards. Uh, he had one touchdown at the end that did matter, and it was a, it was a nice pass, but he missed missed some open receivers. Didn't even look at some open receivers and things like that. So I really tried once. I thought it was going to be better than it was, but once I look back, uh, I thought a D was pretty fair. If anything, it was fairly con, but um, but I but I don't doubt the kid will come back. Uh, wide receiver C, things I just said, they they didn't have a lot to work with because the ball wasn't you know really flying their way. But what I did see is early in the game, once they kind of got a feel for, you know how things were going to go, the ball's not going to come to me. 
a lot of uh, giving up on routes, a lot of what we call lazy routes. It's not saying they're lazy players, but lazy routes, just not not giving it your all, not selling it, things like that. Um, I never thought I would see the day that Olave would throw his hands up after a play and you know in frustration. I uh, saw some of that. Uh, I don't, I don't know, you know, when you watched the, the game on TV, if that really showed up, but a lot of frustration in receivers. He kind of is just leaning on Wilson now, and that that's not going to work. The receivers are good, but the production wasn't there, and I don't think the effort was there. I don't totally blame him. I, I get it, but regardless, they got to see. Uh, running back, B, essentially this. There's no way I can punish Henderson for saving the day. Teague did all fine, you know, with what he could do. Uh, mine wins really non-factor, but when, when Henderson has, you know, one of the best performances in OSU history, I, I can't sit here and give him anything less. They, they give him the ball, they break tackles, they got the touchdowns, they did what they could do. Uh, running backs, one of those positions, your hands are kind of tied. You know, you, you, you take what the offense allows you. So I gave him a B because eh, he won the game for us. I'll just say he, it was really just Travion Henderson. Uh, oh, offensive line. I got a C plus, a uh, ton of rushing yards. So obviously they were making holes. They're not perfect. They didn't look as good as I think in the Minnesota game. Um, the pocket wasn't horrible. I, I know I keep going back to this, but it's tough for an offensive lineman. They don't exactly know where the quarterback's going to be. And Stroud was a little unsure back there. So it, it, sometimes it can look worse or look better. I, I don't think they were perfect. I don't think the I don't think quite that meanness was there. So uh, I gave him a C plus. Um, Stroud was under a little bit of pressure and things like that. So it it is what it is. They're they're a good unit, but this this week some of their weaknesses showed more than more than they have. A lot of it, I think was effort. If we're just being honest, uh, defensive line another C minus. This was two weeks in a row. Uh, we already talked about it with the defense. They're just not getting pressure. They're not making big plays. They're not. They're not upsetting the quarterback. They're not making them uncomfortable. They're not. They're not a lot of tackles for loss. Things like that. They just really, really not having a good game. They're kind of just standing up their offensive linemen, but they're just there's just way too much time in the backfield. They're for the talent of the, as talented as they are. There's just it, the production is not there. So they got a C minus for the second week in a row. And I hate to say that it it, it killed me. Uh, linebackers. So they got a D plus. Um, this is a tough one. They're still rotating quite a few in. They're too hesitant. They're still confused. They're still flat-footed. They're ju- there's just not enough tackles. Uh, you know, when your your linebackers, your linebackers ought to have ten tackles in a game like this. Somebody ought to have ten to eleven tackles. Um, they're 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 not getting sacks. They're not getting a lot of penetration. I I don't I don't dislike them i think i I mean this keep in mind this is the linebacking core so this is everybody this is every linebacker this is their coach this is the whole deal they're just not getting the production's just not there they're kind of just they're they're kind of just um you know parking cones out there that people are running around or running into uh just just not there's just not enough flash there to really give them anything better but i i think things will change so as but this week man a d plus that was tough that was tough um Defensive backs a C plus. <laughs> I said all the good things about them. The potential, more aggressive. They got us a touchdown, which was giant because we really needed that touchdown to seal that game. But they gave up 420 passing yards to, you know, even if Tulsa's not a bad team, they're not a good team. So it, that that was a that was a 
real bad one. I wish they would have got that interception back and, you know, but they didn't. That's, that's the game. So I, I gave him a C plus and considering how um, pedestrian this game was, that's fair. And head coach got a D. I already talked about it. I don't think he's handled the quarterback situation well. I, I I like what he did leading up to the game. He made some hard decisions about the D, you know, Kerry Coombs and, you know, um, and things like that. And made some made some changes and and stood up there and took, you know, took the blows. He didn't displace any blame and all that. I thought he did a great job. But this the, when the team's not prepared, when you don't have a game plan that works for a week, that totally falls on you. Now, keep in mind, when I say head coach, that reflects the whole coaching staff, but it's easier to put head coach on the scoreboard. Um, I don't I don't think he's handled I, I don't think he's handled the quarterback situation well at all. If we can all see the flaws, so can he. He's watching. He's got more tape, more angles, and everything than we do. By sticking with it, I already said he's turned the fan base. Um, you know, I was the lowest. I I don't blame this on him, but I'm just saying last week was one of the lowest you know, um, attendance in the shoe in a long time. I I predict that this Saturday could be really really low. A lot of factors go into that, but what I'm saying is, you're all, you're you're also the CEO of a team. You have to, you have to turn this around. You had to come out with some fire. You had to make some splash and all that. And really, everything he did backfired. He gave up. <laughs> he gave up more defensive. You know, not I shouldn't say more yards, but his defense didn't look any better. His uh, offense looked way worse, which is his offense. It's Ryan Day offense. So, just not a great week for him. But once again, keep in mind these report cards are the report card for the week. Not, not for the season, not for going forward. That's it. Um, but if I'm not honest with you, I'm not going to come on here every week and say, oh, no, everybody gets A's because I love the Buckeyes. That's that's not fair. That's not what I do. So there you have it. Um, so <laughs> is what he says. We got a 21-point victory. That's the main thing. That is that is the only thing that matters right now because this team has to win above, above and beyond anything else. This team has to win. There's no – there is no – there is no extra loss for this team this season if they want to, you know, really be considered a, a good team. And so the the win was the most important thing. There was flashes of good signs, but they're just they're just too few and far between. Uh, this week versus Akron at night in the shoe is a very it's a it's an oddly important game because they they have to look the part. It doesn't. It doesn't matter if it's Akron. It doesn't matter. They have to look the part. If Alabama was playing Akron Saturday night in Tuscaloosa, does anybody think there would be any questions of the outcome? That's what Ohio State needs to do. Is what I'm getting at here. So the good news is it was a blast to be back in Columbus. The weather was perfect. I had a great time talking to the fans, and um, so I had less. I had less a great time talking to some of the fans, but that's a whole different story. Drunk football fans are what they are, but. It, it was great to be back, and um, I hope I get to do it a couple more times this season. So that's the remix for this week. Uh, college football rankings will be out soon. Yes, Ohio State's probably not as high as we want them to be. That doesn't mean they can't work their way back. So once again, everybody go uh, check out Jeff Neese Sports Podcast. Like, subscribe, rate, review, anything you can do to help. I really appreciate it. And go check out offtheballnetwork.com. Got a lot of great things uh, going on there and coming out there and a lot of great podcasters over there doing some great work and great writers putting out some good stuff. So we're really proud of it. So that's it. That's the Buckeye Remix for this week. Once again, high State 41, Tulsa 20. That's the most important thing. Have a great week, everybody, and go Bucks.